Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 20. Thank you for tuning in. On this episode, I will be introducing a new segment entitled Q&A with Asiel. The questions are gathered mostly from TikTok. However, if you have a question that you would like answered here, feel free to email Asiel the Oracle, A-S-I-E-L, the Oracle, at gmail.com. And in the subject line, just leave um, Q&A, right? So today we have a few questions that I do want to get to, and I will be receiving the answer with you, as in the previous episode, I've explained in more detail the process of how we receive the message together through my body, this body, Robin, connecting with the higher self, Asiel. So, now that that's been established, we can bring our awareness to the heart space. Bring awareness to your breath. Each episode I say thank you for tuning in, and I genuinely mean this. I am in gratitude for each and every one of you, not just for tuning into this broadcast or podcast, but for incarnating on earth, for choosing to be here at such a pivotal point in our development. The collective consciousness has never experienced such a shift as we have experienced today. You are here for a very specific reason and role. And again, in a previous episode, we've discussed that really our purpose is to stay in alignment and to do what you love, that the will of Mother, Father, God for us is complete happiness. So, thank you for being here on Earth. Earth is tough sometimes. By default, it is polar and dual. We incarnated in a very dense realm of existence. So you're doing so great. You're stronger than you think you are. You don't remember what you are. So don't doubt your strength. Don't doubt your ability to keep moving forward in expansion, chasing your dreams, following your heart, which we've also discussed in a previous episode. You are on the right path. You're exactly where you should be. There's no solution to seek. All is well. We can always just vibe higher as vibrational beings. We can vibe infinitely high and infinitely low as we oscillate. So when I say thank you for tuning in, I mean thank you for being here in this space that is for you and I together in brotherhood and sisterhood. And I am genuinely grateful and thankful for each of you. I love you all. 
for no reason. Asiel the Oracle, and this is Q&A with Asiel, Volume 1. Today we will be answering questions from TikTok. However, if you have questions, feel free to email asieltheoracle at gmail.com. You can also contact this email if you are interested in receiving a donation-based reading. Today I offer about 13 types of readings. The galactic lineage readings seem to be the most popular, but we can really tune into multiple aspects of source. You might say from the fairy kingdom to the ascended masters and the chakra and past life. All donations are whatever you feel comfortable with. With that said, I'm excited to introduce this new segment, the Q&A, because I received the answers with you. And I'm always a little anxious right before I bring myself to the space. So as I bring myself to this space for the Q&A segment, I do feel guided to let you know before we start that you are so loved. You are perfectly supported. And in your prayers and desperation and hopelessness the angelic realm and an ascended master realm weep with you because they can see you in your forgetfulness that you are just forgetting that you have angelic helpers guides and loved ones surrounding you at all times that you are never alone so if you've been feeling alone let this be a reminder that we are never Lonely alone, you are never alone, you are multidimensional, you have so much love surrounding you and available to you, but we must recognize it in ourselves to be a vibrational match to it, to be able to perceive it. It's there, you just don't perceive it because the vibration might not be in the vicinity of it. So, earth is tough. Sometimes it's tough, it's hard here. But... Nothing is tougher than you. You are a divine being, radiant, connected to all that is holy. So, you might not see evidence of your positive outcomes yet. And that's okay because we're not looking in the physical realm anymore. We realize that we stay focused in the realm where that begins, in the realm of thought and imagination. Stay focused on your preferred reality regardless to circumstances. So you're doing so great. Look how far you've come. And all your needs were met and they will continue to be met. All is well. This is Q&A with Asiel, Volume 1. Our first question comes from Court Money Cash. And it's more of a comment. 
an expressive comment as it is Lemuria exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point and we should feel excited when we reminisce or refer to Lemuria on earth in our physicality we vocalize places and things so when we refer to Lemuria you think of a continent and we would love for you to refer to it or imagine it as an era a timeline that was very harmonious in regards to galactic citizenship meaning the humanoid on earth was interacting with the brothers and sisters in the cosmos and you see it as cosmos because there's not a lot of attention to your water but in a future episode maybe we will discuss the interdimensional travel and how most of this higher dimensional beings come to and through the water yes Now, Lemuria refers to the era of open contact, and we could address this topic for a very long time. However, we would focus in on a few points of interest in that era. This is the era on Lemuria, the sister continent to Atlantis, where the Lemurians were intuitively aware psychically advanced many of these one beings didn't speak with words used town tones sounds sound vibration sounds like um, tribalistic lots of movement dancing honoring flow of energy very aware of the sacred grids on your earth so this one the Murians were helping know where to create the crystal chambers that the Atlanteans were um, inventing at this time you might say so the Miria refers to your state of being when you are fully immersed in physicality embracing the five senses being in the body while maintaining your established direct connection to mother father god the Lemurians are an example of this Lemurians you might say are overseen by this star system Vega Vega home to the first shamans medicine men and women so the Lemurians um, many of them come from Vega and are able to maintain this established connection Vega is this one star that in your scripture the three wise men follow so Lemuria refers to the state of being as there's only one presence active here you are all and Lemuria refers to you in the state of being that you are unearthing complete physicality while maintaining your connection to mother father god this is the divine feminine um, 
attribute. Lemuria is the divine feminine, you might say, and Atlantis would be the divine masculine. Both very beautiful and pivotal to each other. Couldn't have one without the other. However, our focus is Lemuria in this question. So yes, it's the divine feminine. The recognition and realization of your intuitive abilities to connect with the non-physical realm while being in a vessel, in a body. Sort of seeing the body as a chariot or a vehicle, rather, that you are... You're not even in it. The body's in you. The body's in the soul. If we were splitting hair and fine-tuning. So yes, Lemuria refers to your complete awareness and realization of your multidimensional nature, your non-physical body and your five-sense body to be hyper-psychic, to be able to connect directly to Mother, Father, God. Yes. This is Q&A with Ossiel, Volume 1, Question Number 2. Cool Green Fish asks, well, proclaims, everything 5D, exclamation point. In a previous episode, we did discuss your multidimensional nature and what it means to be a vibrational being. 5D refers refers to a state of being when you are interactive, interactive rather, with the realm of mind and dream to realize that the fifth dimension is the realm of the mental, the mentalism, to know that your thoughts become things. Not only that, that the realm of imagination is a reality. Not to see it as not real, but to know it is a very real realm of existence. So as a physical vessel or animating a body, what you call being human, while honoring your 5D nature, that would look like living more in your visualization, to be so focused in on your preferred reality, the vision of what you prefer, regardless to conditions or circumstances around you. So everything 5D is basically everything you're living in now because that was a thought first. But if we're in the realm of 5D, you're in the realm of thought and dream where it begins. And really, we've discussed the idea of the mind or the realm of mind being the Garden of Eden, then that's where you connect with Mother, Father, God, our source. This is where you receive the guidance, where you process the guidance, where you receive the light waves and then are able to translate it into word or feeling an emotion. So everything 5D is really our free will choice because we are multidimensional. 
and really we could have ascended into 12D if we wanted. If the collective agreed that we wanted to ascend into 6th, 7th, 8th dimension, we could have done that because we are the only presence here. We make the rules. Whatever we agree on collectively, we experience as reality. But there's also sub-realities. The collective reality, you might say, is base reality. But it's not base reality. And that's a, another episode. A future episode. It is within the realm of Earth. Base reality is the collective reality, yes. You all agree the sky's blue, so you see a blue sky. It don't need to be blue. You all agree it's blue. So that's just an example. However, a sub-reality with that same example would be a brother or sister able to perceive the light ships or light codes in the in the sky. Sometimes look like rainbow aura on the cloud or in the ether in the sky. Sometimes looks like rainbow or aura. Yes, this is your perceptual abilities to see beyond the agreement. This is third eye awareness. So 5D is incorporating fourth D awareness to understand that your two eyes are only seeing. They're not perceiving. And to perceive is to be able to translate vibrationally into something you can't see with the two eyes. Right? So you use your two eyes to look you might say, and you use your third eye to see, to really see. You're just looking at projections with your two eyes. You're looking at old news, at manifested energy. But you can also perceive the realm where all of this stuff comes from, the realm of thought and mind first. And if you can trust what you're seeing or perceiving with the inner eye or the mind's eye, then you can be a co-creator for your reality. So everything 5D is everything about conscious and deliberate creation. Not to be a loose leaf in the wind anymore and a bottom bucket beggar, pleader, prayer in desperation to understand that you are source. Who are we begging? Who are we pleading with to please help me, please save me, please take my fear, please... No more of that. 5D awareness would be about the total recall of your divinity in a physical vessel. This would be sort of touching on what we addressed with the first question in Lemuria. But Lemuria is multidimensional. It's 5D is so limited is what we're trying to say. It's, it's a limited perspective just like trapping or being within 3D only. We don't want to be polarized in one. You want to honor your whole multidimensional beingness. Right? To be in sixth dimension also, which is the realm of the invisible, the ether. To know that there's a guide standing next to you right now. They would be a sixth dimensional being. Where 5D is the connection in the mind your own you perceive it in your own thought system you think it's your thought because you localize it but you can receive guides and angelic helpers in the realm of thought when you picture archangel Mikael, mother mary brother buddha brother yeshua 
they're really there. When you imagine them, you summon them. That's the Garden of Eden. That's where Source meets you, where God meets you. This is why we say, detach from memory. Memory is like the weeds. And your preferred reality thoughts are seeds. And if you stay focused on your preferred reality, that's like nurturing and watering those seeds. Your thoughts are seeds. And for so long, we keep nurturing the weeds because there's so many, there's so much momentum. We keep up with the, the old news. So yes, everything 5D is everything... Everything 5D is everything multidimensional awareness within a physical body. To understand the process of thoughts becoming things and to realize the power of your vibrational alignment. To know that as you have a focused vision and you begin to develop the feelings and emotions that match that vision, you will be the creator of your own reality. Because you do create your own reality. This is Q&A with Ossiel, Volume 1, Question 3. Align with the Divine asked four questions, and we want to address all of them briefly, but one of them we will spend a little bit more time on. So the first question from Align with the Divine, how to connect with your guides? And we have addressed this in a previous episode, however, we will touch on it briefly. In order to connect with your guides as a vibrational being, you need to meet them halfway. Match the energy of them so you can be in the vicinity of them. They're always guiding you, sending you encouragement and support. But when you are in fear and desperation, you don't feel the guidance because they don't guide you in fear. They guide you in alignment, in love. They never leave the path for you. This is why you feel alone when you are out of alignment because you are turning away from the guidance. So in order to connect with your guides, we need to discipline our thoughts, feelings, and emotions to be able to tune in where the guidance resides to your intuitive nature, your feelings. So if you have racing thoughts or attached to memories that are traumatic, you're not going to be able to feel the guidance, but it's there. So get interactive and more intentful. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers, and your loved ones, and give them permission to help you in all areas of your life. Understand that it is a mechanical process, meaning that you are a sacred technology, and you can't just call upon a guide or an angelic helper, and you can, but then there's a step after that to meet them halfway. They're on their way to you, so you be on their way to them, and really, they are with you at all time. However, vibrationally speaking, you create a gap in between you and your angelic helpers. There's no real gap, but you create it when you're looking into doubt and fear in the other direction. You're pinching yourself away from the loving guidance of Mother, Father, God, and that's what the pain is. So if you want to connect with your guides, tune into the previous episode <laughs> and meditate and pray. Quiet your thoughts. Slow the momentum down. 
so that you can receive. It's a subtle guidance. It's so easy we make it difficult because the guidance is always there. It's clear guidance. You're always receiving an established connection to what you call God loves you so much. But we turn away in our physicality. So how to connect with your guides? You don't have to connect with your guides. You're always connected. You just have to stop looking the other way. Question number two from Align with the Divine. How to attract positive people in your life? Well, this is the thing about Earth. Sometimes we're positive, sometimes we're negative. So, if I were splitting hair and really fine-tuning, being impeccable with my word, you don't want someone who's always positive in your life. It sounds lovely and we think we do, but that's the five senses. That's the identity ego polarizing our essence, that we are masculine, feminine. And when you are only honoring positivity, you are turning away from the divine feminine attributes that we just spoke of that you need to be able to connect with your guides because it's not in the five sense realm. So this question If we would answer it in a more impeccable way, it might be more like, how can I attract people into my life that are great at managing their alignment? Meaning, when sometimes things are not so good, they're able to maintain a steady pace and maybe a focused intention or what have you. That's that's what we want. We want to be better managers of our alignment. So this is what we want to attract in our life. Someone who's always positive, first of all, it isn't always really positive. So there's work to be done. There's always integration, always shadow work, as they call it here. So how can we attract people into our life that are better at managing their alignment? Be what you're trying to attract. To be a better manager of your alignment and be able to choose happiness and positivity, even though positivity don't mean positivity it is a charge it is an electrical charge and it's an electrical current that you are able to receive as a receptacle to vibration and you attribute it to feeling good and um, happy thoughts because you're feeling the electrical charge but that's the five senses trying to translate it and if you just feel what an electrical charge feels like the positive charge, you just feel good. Um, You know, it's all relative good and bad here. But what we're saying is the negative emotions aren't really negative. It's just the lack of the positive charge, but all is able to be positively charged, meaning it's unilluminated light, right? So it's okay if some people are negative is what we're saying because there's opportunity there. See the light within all others. See the love within all others, even if they're not showing that to you. Because it's there. So yes, you attract positive people or better managers of alignment by being a better manager of your own alignment. Question number three. How to integrate the ego, which is a great question. And really, this is all we speak of. Every episode, every reading or interaction that we have with brothers and sisters in the world 
is about the integration of the ego. We will never tell you to kill the ego because it's counterproductive to what you really mean when you say kill the ego. What you really mean is heal the ego, integrate it, be more in harmony. It's a symbiotic relationship, the five senses and the non-physical version of you. Meaning, one of them seems to be very working against you and always afraid and in darkness, and it sort of is, but it's the only way the non-physical version of you could focus in on preference and to be more uh, mindful about creating a reality. So you needed to feel not so good. That's the contrast of Earth. That's what you jumped in at the chance to experience. So how do you integrate the ego? By loving yourself, loving the memories, rewriting your story, asking the traumatic past experiences, how did this work in my favor? How am I wiser? How can I help now? How did this work in my favor? How is this working in my favor? Mother, Father, God, show me how this was a blessing. How is this a blessing, Mother, Father, God? Please show me how this is working for me. How are things working out for me? How are things getting better for me, Mother, Father, God? Please show me how my path is opening up. How can I walk the path of least resistance? Right? You be interactive. That's how you integrate the ego. The same way you soothed yourself into doubt and fear and a belief system of lack mentality or whatever you're dealing with, you calibrate and soothe yourself out. You create your own reality here, so you might look at ego or the five senses as a part of self that is able to miscreate. There's no rules here. It's a free will planet. Well, free will is a different episode. However, what you know free will to be, yes, you can do whatever you want here. So, the same way you nurtured ego for all these years and the identity of who you think you are with memories holding on to past data this is how you build momentum towards the new you you don't need to stop the momentum of the old you because there's too much momentum that's not a wise battle i wouldn't stand in front of that momentum of ego it's who you think you've been this whole time it will run you over However, you can begin new momentum towards the new version of you, intuitively based, feeling based, heart based, to make it your priority how you feel versus what you think. Ego is always thinking, remembering stuff, trying to solve problems. It's a problem solver. So if you rest in the heart more and let ego sort of burn itself out, it will know its place and it will begin to work for you, meaning it will take your lead. You won't be impulsive anymore and making decisions off of routine or impulse based off of past experiences. You will be neutralized and make decisions based off the moment right now. So how do you integrate ego? You stay in the moment more. Stop remembering stuff. And the final question from Align with the Divine. How to overcome depression? And I thought about making a whole episode about this, but I, again, need to be inspired, and I have not felt inspired to do so yet. However, that still may come up. Depression is something that I have a lot of experience with because I identified as depressed for about 16 years. And in that time of my life, 
I've shared in a previous episode, I was suicidal and in distorted thinking, in the illusion of being separate from Mother, Father, God. So how to overcome depression? Forgiveness played a big part in my healing, and without forgiveness, I would not have been able to be here speaking to you so happy and in bliss. Even though I take things serious and I never sound happy, (laughs) I promise I'm in joy. So I overcame my depression by forgiving the world for everything, by letting go of the grievances which were creating distortions in my perception. I felt attacked. I hated my mom and dad. I hated myself. I burned all the bridges. I had no problem in conflict or fighting. I was in anger. And the whole time I wanted to die because that's not who I really am. And what I am, you are. We are the light of the world. We are love incarnate. So I overcame depression. I can't tell you how to overcome it. This is your own journey. But I can share some tools. And the biggest one for me is forgiveness above all things. I had to forgive myself for what I thought I did or didn't do to accept all things. Which allowed me to hold the space to forgive my mom or dad or whoever I thought I had to forgive. And now I'm at a point in life where I understand from the highest perspective forgiveness is only needed on earth. And God never forgave anyone because it never held a grievance. So, the only reason we need forgiveness on earth is because of our own distorted thoughts, our own grudges, our own um, vulnerabilities even, to feel attacked and take things personal or to feel judged and to even care that we're judged by others. So forgiveness was a huge role in my healing process. And with that said, forgiveness allowed me to rewrite my story, to look back at my history in this timeline, this person I know myself to be as Robin, and I healed my inner child by asking Source, how did this work in my favor? And it was repetitive. It's not all done in one day, so be gentle, be patient. It was a long journey. I still have work to do, but today I can really say I am walking my talk and I am loving and forgiving. So I would never tell you to do this unless I wasn't. So yes, forgiveness is our only function here. And if you're holding on to grudges or grievances, you're not able to perceive the love that surrounds you because love holds no grievances. So forgiveness was huge in my depression. It's all the stuff I was holding to that made me feel so bad because that's not who I was. It wasn't my mom or dad that hurt me or said this or that that caused my depression. It was me holding the grudge, turning away from love. Me not forgiving them was choosing suffering. So forgiveness is an act of self-love. You forgive the world for everything, but it's for you to set yourself free. So liberate yourself. Forgive yourself first, and then forgive the world. This is Q&A with Ossiel, Volume 1. Question number 4. Question comes from Micah, underscore 370. Question is, what are things or advice you would tell your younger self? 
And the first time I went over the questions, I had an emotional reaction to this question because I never really had thought about it before that moment. And it did inspire a previous episode about honoring and nurturing the inner child. So I have since then asked this question to myself and done this inner child work. But today, if I were to speak to my inner child and give it any advice or anything I would tell it, I would tell my younger self that it's not as hard as you think it is. Remember all feelings are temporary. Sometimes earth is hard and sometimes it's not. I would remind my younger self of the love that surrounds me, even though I'm not able to perceive it in the physical realm at some times. I would remind myself of my strength and my purpose to honor my passions and creativity. And I would absolutely tell myself Don't be so uptight, laugh more, have more fun, don't take things too seriously. (laughs) And if I would have answered this question in real time, I would not have been able to do so as it did bring me to tears and I'm happy to be able to interact in this way because the question did inspire a big shift in my consciousness or heart space so I send you so much love Micah I appreciate your interaction now as we come to the end of the episode I just want to thank each of you for tuning in again and let you know that I send you so much love tune in on the next Q&A as we answer a question from Bree tree 666 she asks how to control your dreams carla aquarius says fairies exclamation point the fairy kingdom is something we have not touched on yet so i'm excited for that and finally imaktu asks how to embrace your god self so again if you would like your question answered on air Feel free to email AussieLTheOracle at gmail.com. Remember to keep the email if you are interested in donation-based readings. And again, I hope you feel so good. I send you so much love. And I see you all in the brightest light.